Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Social Audie, and this is Mind Your Autistic Brain. Today, our guest is Morty Ben Mahamu. He is a doctor of science. He lives in Israel, and he has just written the most incredible book I have ever read. It's called Autism, Falafel, and Rock and Roll. Morty isn't just a scientist, and he's not just autistic. He's also an incredible musician and guitarist. He's known as the Autistic Guitarist on YouTube. Be sure to check him out. All of the connections and ways to find Morty and his book are in the show notes below. We have a really fantastic conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear some of the tips and insights that he has and what he wants you to gain from his book because it's something we're all seeking. So let's get started. Welcome to Mind Your Autistic Brain podcast hosted by Social Audi. That's me, Carol Jean. And today, my exceptionally special guest is Dr. Morty Benhamu, who has written the book, Autism, Falafel, and Rock and Roll. He is an incredible guest, and I am so excited to share him, his story, his autism journey, and his incredible book with you. This book has probably been the best book I have ever read, not just because of Morty's story and his insights, but because of his background in science research. This book includes fantastic references to articles and insights and ways and thinking about things in a way that you will probably relate to as much as I did. Welcome so much to the show, Morty. I'm so excited to have you here. And this is round two, by the way. We had a complete uh, technical disaster last week. You met me also. And he has been so generous and kind with his time to come back and do it again. Uh, Morty, thank you so much for being here. So share with us your autism story. How old you were? How did you discover you were autistic? Uh, you know, I had uh, issues with my uh, senses, uh, issues uh, with uh, socializing and uh, stuff like this. But it was uh, in the in the eighties, uh, you know. So we we did not know nothing about uh, autism. Uh, I was first uh, diagnosed as uh, PTSD. I'm still uh, diagnosed with uh, with the PTSD, and uh, I found out that uh, I was uh, autistic when I was eighteen. I was at the um, psychiatr- uh, psychiatrist, and uh, he told me, uh, "Guy, it looks like you are uh, Asperger." Um, and um, I couldn't uh, really deal with it. You know, I had so so many titles on me uh, as uh, you know, Jew. I was in French in France in, in this uh, period, and uh, I was uh, you know titled as uh, Jewish, Arabic. Uh, weirdo and whatever so uh, ptsd so autism wasn't wasn't a title i I wanted to and um you know before the diagnosis i as i I told i struggled with the intense sensory world uh, my earring my sight my touch um are really sensitive 
obviously communication problems, social panic, obsession, obsessive behavior. So I have some clues about me being an autistic, but without knowing that it is autism, you know? Well, I know that in your book, you talked about how you had moved out and you had left home. When you were going through this process, were you still living on your own at that time? Uh, yeah, um, it's not. It's not really at my own. You know, uh, I get help. Um, I get help by uh, by the um, um, the the high school or the the team of the high school from the janitor to to the uh, to the head of the of the, of the high school. Uh, I get help, so I can't really say I was by on my own. I was few a few months um, uh, homeless, and I used to work on the, in the um, in the coffee shop uh, in front of the of the high school. But I didn't. Uh, I can't take all the credits, you know. I really get help. I loved the story that you had in the book about how you got your job at the coffee shop that you had walked by and, and you were thinking, okay, I'm going to go ask this man for a job and he has no idea who I am. And you went and introduced yourself and asked about having a job. And he said, yes, I know you. You're the young man who smiles and says hello to me every morning. Being polite really helped me. It It's amazing how just gentle kindness pays off. Yeah, for the world around us. So in the Arabic, in the Arabic culture, I'm coming from this uh, culture, we, uh, we have a word for this, maktub. Maktub is, uh, you know, fate. You know, you do a, a really simple, uh, a simple thing and then a few years later, a few months later, this uh, little thing you, you made, you know, like being polite, smiling, saying hello to, to someone, come to you, uh, come back to you uh, as a huge and really positive thing, and bad things uh, are so like this. You know, if you you um, you do something uh, something bad to to anyone, someday you will uh, you will have to pay for uh, for this in any way. Mektub. I like that. I'm gonna have to remember that word. I love I love language. So any new word is always wonderful to me. It's always beautiful. So as you began to process your life, you know, when did you come to a point where, okay, I'm going to accept this one more label that they're adding to me and in, in my existence? When you kind of got to that point, how did you start moving forward with sort of accepting I'm autistic and, and where did you go from there? It wasn't, it wasn't uh, so, so simple, you know, um... It was really. Is it long. ever simple? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, as I, I told before, I didn't want uh, I didn't want to to uh, to, to hear about uh, autism as a weirdo, Jewish, Arab, PTSD, Israeli, Algerian. Uh, so I didn't want uh, another title. And during this time, uh, autism was uh, also considered as a mental uh, mental retardation. So I, I really didn't want it, but I. Um, I've been through a really tough uh, period in my life, you know, and uh, I, I, I had a huge crisis that led me to the point where I had to, I had two options, uh, blame the whole world 
all take responsibility. And uh, because I or I've already blamed the world for so many things, I thought to, my, to, to myself, I will try something else. So I, I took responsibility and I, st I, I started a psychotherapy. Uh, it, was, it was tough. And there um, I learned to, to accept myself, uh, who I am as a world. And I learned there, there that I didn't have to choose between being, uh, for example, Algerian, French, Israeli, Jewish, Arabic, all of those uh, those uh, things are part of me. So uh, my uh, um, psychotherapist uh, learned me to 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 hug all those titles because this is me. So I found that I found that I did not have to choose between you know, the the whole face of my identity, but to um, to embrace uh, embrace them whole. Um, and I also learned that I cannot ask to be loved or accepted if I do not do it myself towards myself. It was the haha moment. How could I, could I ask for such a such a thing if I am not able to do it? It was really my haha moment. So I I, I began to to really accept my maktub, my fate, my identity and uh, and so autism also you know that is wonderful i i think that's one thing that many of us especially those of us who are are late identified coming to autism knowledge and awareness is that accepting something and being able to accept who we are and all the aspects of ourselves is such a gift that we give to ourselves as well as to those around us. And Morty, I know that your book is so very deep and personal, and you share so many things about your life growing up and your PTSD. And that is something that I myself have, and so many other autistics have PTSD. Um, but we're, because of our sensitivities, we, we tend to be very easily traumatized in a lot of ways and some pretty horrific things seem to happen in our world um, as a result of that sometimes what is one thing that you learned in helping yourself as it comes to triggers and things that are really bring you back to those moments in ptsd what helps you um, you mean to to cope with uh, what what helped me to to cope with uh, every everything uh, around me, autism and PTSD? Yes. Um, the main thing I, I would say is that uh, my differences are not a curse but a uniqueness. Uh, it was a, a part of my process and uh, of my uh, therapy uh, that my brain uh, doesn't need to be fixed. You know. Um, as a scientist or a guitar player, a musician, uh, a musician being autistic is a gift and uh, a superpower, you know. And uh, seeing uh, seeing it like this, it really helped me. Uh, helped me. I, I remember uh, going to the to my um, to my doctor and ask him to to help me with my uh, 
you know, my uh, senses, with my uh, sensibility, with my uh, uh, sleeping issues. And uh, I, I, I remember one, uh, uh, once upon a time, I told, I told him, I, I am too um, sensitive in a feelings point, point of view. And I, I, would I would like to be less uh, sensitive. And he told me, I can, I can give you a, a pill for, for this, but you might, uh, you might be in, in a position, you won't feel almost nothing. And I thought, I thought to myself, do I want to be so different as uh, who I am? One of the, the, the things that are defining me as a, a person is my, my uh, capacity to, to overreact for the bad and for the good too, to, uh, to love in a really uh, a total way and to, um, to enjoy in a really total way because of me uh, being an autistic. So taking a pill uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, insensitive was to me the real curse. So I, I understood that I didn't have to be uh, to be fixed. That's who I am. This is who I am, and I have to 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 hug it, to embrace it. So, and you know, as a researcher, uh, um, my brain, as I saw it uh, once as a, a, a curse, as a researcher in in science, this is a gift seeing thing in a really different way than the other researchers. It's so. Uh, this is my um, the key: accepting and uh, seeing you as uh, uh, unique, and, and and that you are you have your 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 place in the world in this world. Oh, I love that. That is so wonderful. So, what is the best thing that you have learned about yourself as an autistic person? Um. The best thing I learned that is that I am autistic. This is the best thing, you know. I, I had all those uh, social issues and communication issues, and uh, I was the weirdo. So if you are looking at me as a normal person uh, uh, having issues with uh, that th uh, that uh, things, so you have no excuses. You are you bad. You're not playing. You're not playing the the game by the rules, but being an autistic, you know, it was it was like being a being an alien. An alien. I, I have the right to be different, and uh, for me, discovering that I am autistic at the first stage, uh, of course, no. But uh, uh, after my journey, it was wow. This is who I am, and uh, and being an autistic is such a beautiful, uh, beautiful thing. If you know how to look at look at this, I love that because I I think that that was probably the biggest thing for me, and and I know from talking to so many other autistic adults as well that when you get to the point of beginning to understand your brain and how we are wired differently and how incredibly wonderful it is that it's such a gift that we are different and we have every right to be different. We don't have to be like the rest of the world and to accept and love 
the way that we are is such a, a freedom within ourselves. So if that has been the best thing, what has been the hardest or the most challenging part of your autism journey, Morty? Uh, and the the hardest thing, the hardest and most challenging part uh, telling people was my hard time, I guess. Uh, at the beginning, despite I managed to accept myself, I had hard time to tell others about me being an autistic. So I guess it was. Uh, you know, because of my, um, I'm so afraid to, to speak to people, to communicate, you know. Um, but in fact, telling people, uh, as I thought, I thought it was uh, the tough uh, thing in my history was uh, a blessing. Because uh, from, the, from the point I explained, people uh, explained my autism, people knew how to deal with me, how to cope with me and why. I knew why I act or, or act or react like I do. So it helps me. Telling them uh, uh, at, the, um, at the end really helped, uh, helped me because they, they, they knew how to, to deal with me. They, they knew how to, to share my, my behavior to a title. Okay, he's acting like this. He's, he, 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 he doesn't show to our uh, parties or... Uh, uh, whatever, because not because he, he doesn't, he, he is not interested in us, but because he is uh, overwhelmed uh, uh, and because of his uh, senses, because of uh, his, uh, because of him being uh, really afraid of uh, communicating in front of people or the or a thing like this. So telling people was uh, the the hardest uh, thing, but. Both was um, a blessing. I had a wonderful conversation with my friend Maisie Santantio from Autism Career Pathways. And for her, she was talking about sharing her autism diagnosis with her friends and family. And for her, she said it was so much easier to tell a total stranger first than it was to tell people she was really close to. But she said for her that the other side of that was that she opened up the conversation with her friends and her family by saying, ask me questions. Ask me questions about autism, something that you want to know or something that I've done that maybe confused you in the past so that we can start talking about it and I can help everyone understand me better. And I thought that was really an amazing way to approach that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I quite agree. Sorry, I'm, I'm stuck. I, I, I used the, the, the word uh, share before and I meant uh, associate. People could associate my, uh, my behavior to uh, the title autism. So sorry for my English. And a yes. really important thing to, to say to the people that are seeing us, is uh, saying that uh, the um, I, I wrote my book in Hebrew and it was translated uh, in English by uh, um, English speakers as a, a mother tongue, but not only English uh, speakers, uh, autistic uh, English speakers, because I wanted, you know, uh, 
in 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 Italian, uh, the word traitor and translator are really close. Oh goodness! Yes, yes, and translating is like is uh, like cheating, like being a traitor because you don't uh, give the, the 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 thoughts of the writer as they really are because of the you know the the language and. Uh, other other cultural issues and uh, I decided that I wanted uh, autistic people to translate my uh, my my book because I didn't only want them to translate the the language but also my way of thinking my unique way of thinking and no one more than an autistic is able to do this so uh, my editor and my translators are autistic. And I can say that the book is written so beautifully and translated beautifully in such a way that there were moments as I was reading through your book that I, I it was like, all I could think was finally somebody understands and speaks my language. This book speaks my language, <laughs> my autistic yeah. language. Sophia, this is a language. You know, research proved that there is an autistic language. You know, you can look as a researcher as a, to autism at autism as a lake of communication. But uh, um, because of this uh, research, re research, you can't do, you can't think like this uh, anymore. Because the research, uh, the research, uh, research say that um, autistics between them are communicating way more, way more uh, in a better way than uh, uh, neurotypicals between them. It's absolutely fabulous. So we are. This is not a lake of communication or disease in this uh, uh, concept of communication. This is a different way, way to communicate. And uh, I guess it was easy for you to, to, to read the book and to uh, identify with my story because it, it is written in, a, in an autistic way, you know, without all those uh, small... Uh, uh, small talks and, uh, and interesting things for uh, autistic people. It was straight to the end. And uh, yes. this is our way to, to communicate. So, And I love that because that same research that you're referring to, is it was one when I read it, I thought, yes, this is so true because we do not have a lack or an inability to communicate. We communicate in a very detailed and very specific way. And the way we communicate one autistic person to another is in this research that was done shows that our communication style, one autistic to another, is much more detailed. And we recall and retain more information one person to another than one neurotypical does to another neurotypical. Yeah. So I'm like, well, we're far superior communicators in our language. Yeah, we, we are we are good at details, but details that uh, are, that are associated to uh, gossip, we are really not good at it. You know, because gossip is um, 
an evolutionary uh, tool to to be uh, to to get updated with uh, the 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 tri the tribe's uh, life, and we are not uh, autistic are not uh, like this. So a gossip is not uh, our. Um, uh, this is not uh, information that we retain at all, but small uh, other small details we 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 do. So in my in my book there is no gossip, only uh, straight to the, to the aim and the, just and the facts, sir. That's what it is. <laughs> I have to say that in Israel, my book was. Uh, I, I guess now I can tell it is a bestseller. And um, many, many, many uh, neurotypicals really like my uh, the book, and most of my readers are neurotypicals. That is really interesting, and congratulations on that bestseller. That is fantastic, and it absolutely is a bestseller in my book. You know, Israel is a really small country. I I, I sell there three books, so is it, this is a bestseller. Oh, you're so modest, so modest. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> So if, if we've talked about your, your best and we've talked about the hardest, what is the one bit of information or a specific tip that you want to share with other autistics who are listening today to know as they are beginning their autism journey? Um, my message to not only to autistic, you know, my, my book is not, uh, not only about uh, autism, but about uh, self-acceptance. And uh, my message is be proud. Tell people, learn about yourself and about autism and tell people. It's really important. You, you can't be mad at people not understanding you if you don't explain them what it is autism. It's really important. So uh, learn and tell. And, um, you know, as a, at a certain time, uh, homosexual black people or Jewish people were ashamed of being who they are. As women, women had to fight for equality. Uh, autistics must fight for their rights to be uh, neurologically different, and they have, they have to explain. They don't have to be mad at anybody. Just learning, telling. This is our uh, our job. And uh, as it fine, uh, as it it's, uh, it is fine to be a gay, black, or fat, or whatever, people have to understand that autism is not a disease uh, you can be cured of. Okay, we, we, we spoke about it uh, before, and our communication is uh, really good. So, um, it's not possible to cure us, you know, this is not a disease. Uh, we don't have to, to want to be cured, and um, for sure, sometimes we, we need help not to be overwhelmed with the, with the feelings, with feelings, communication, or senses. Um, but an, an adapted, um, adapted environment and behavioral skills to cope are better than a better kid than any drugs, any pills, you know. So we have to, to accept ourselves, to tell, to be proud, and... Um, to deal with our, you know, uh, our things, our autistic things, we have to make, uh, we have to behave like autistics. You know, I, I have, I, I have uh, been in uh, 
20, 29 jobs, 29 different jobs uh, in the last uh, 15 years. My, um, <laughs> my psy psychiatrist uh, is told me that I'm really stable, not being stable. And, I'm so uh, glad to hear that. I am not the only one who has gone through it. And I was many of jobs and careers. And why was I, was I so unstable? Because I wasn't in the in the in the right place in the in the right job. You know, I wanted as the black the black people behaved like white people. I behaved like a neurotypical. I wanted to be one of them and to be accepted. And uh, neurotypicals are way better than me being neurotypicals. And at the moment, the blessed moment, I told me I am autistic. This is who I am, and I have I don't have to to play the game by their rules, but by mine, everything changed. I became a, 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 a you know lecturer, a freelancer, lecturer, a, a freelance guitarist. A freelance researcher. Um, I did things on my uh, rhythm in my way, and uh, and it works. It works. So, guys, be proud of who you are. This is my message. I love your message. I love it. And what do you want others to gain by reading your book? And as I told before, um, the the main gain of uh, reading my book is not only for autistic, but for everyone. Each uh, each one that uh, go uh, is going through uh, you know crisis or doesn't accept himself. My book is about self acceptance. For each of us, there is a place in the world, you know, and uh, we just have to to ask. For uh, for this place, we don't have to to excuse ourselves for uh, for being alive and being we, who we are, and uh, ask for permission to to get our place in this uh, in this world. We have to take it. Doctor Morty Benhamu, thank you so much for coming and sharing your story and your wonderful book, Autism, Falafel, and Rock and Roll. Today, if you are interested and you want to look more into Morty and his research as well as his wonderful music, you can check him out on YouTube at The Autistic Guitarist. And in the show notes below, I'll have a link for his book, Autism, Falafel, and Rock and Roll. Morty, thank you so much for being here today. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Even if it was for the second time, it was even better. <laughs> My English get better. <laughs> <laughs> every time every time you are such a delight you are such an insightful and kind and generous person and you have come today and shared your story and your insights with us and i thank you so much thank you 